watch movie-based video games. Think to yourself, this is kind of strange. Mario is British, Luigi's Latino, and Cuba's played by a goddamn weirdo. Well, that's video games and movie. Video games and movie. Video games and movie. Hello everyone and welcome to Video Games the Movie. It's probably the third most failed podcast on the internet. I'm Blaine J and with me is Cujo and today we're going to be talking about, uh, as I just described it, a uh, turd of the movie, uh, Assassin's Creed or as I call it, Ass Ass in Creed. Um, I think that would be a better movie if it was like two guys pounding away at Apollo Creed or something. I would have enjoyed it more. I don't know. I, uh, I fell asleep my first try at this movie. I wasn't at all tired. I was, you know, wide awake. It was like 8 o'clock. You know, it wasn't, you know, yeah. it was like, and I got about 30, 40 minutes in, and then I wake, wake up at like 10, and I was like, oh, boy, what the hell? Ended up having to finish it the next day. Yeah, unless you're an uh, avid parkour fan, uh, this game, this movie really drags uh the, the, you know, even that, like the parkour stuff, I felt was kind of lackluster. I didn't think it was all that impressive. Like, I saw better parkour in, you know, that Bond movie that had the parkour guy. Or, I mean, there's there's a number of them, but, uh, like, it was just, show. like, your average, like, amateur parkour. Like, I, you know, there was some green screen stuff where they were, you know, jumping off buildings and shit that you could pretty easily tell that was fake. Um, so, yeah, for me, it was, like... I don't know, man. I mean, we can get into the plot, such as, you know, what there is, but the majority of the movie, it felt like a, almost like a Michael Bay film to me. Now, uh, keep in mind, I've, I've only played a couple of the Assassin's Creeds, and not for very long. So, um, I went into this with, like, just the most rudimentary understanding of what yeah. the game series is like. You know, I understand that it's popular, um, but like the story in those games was so ridiculous to me that, um, I just couldn't get through it. I'm a big story guy yeah. and like gameplay will get you so far, you know, and the gameplay seemed fine, but kind of repetitive, you know? Yeah, so. definitely the game. Uh, I played probably, I think I played the first three Assassin's Creed before I got bored of it because it was like. You played one, you played them all. Now I can't, right. I can't say they haven't changed it since then because I've, like I said, I only played the first three. But um, yeah, they added some more features. But it's like you know, you go to a town, you uncover the map, you do the jumps, and you assassinate people. And um, they do the thing where I like in the, the, these type of third person games that I really hate is like the chase uh, missions. Oh yeah. So it's like, you know, if you play Grand Theft Auto, it's the kind of the same thing where, you know, there's a chase where no matter how good you are, they're always going to get away for like a good two minutes. So, you know, you just have that anxiety. Like if you make one wrong, like turn or jump or Yeah, you'll lose them and have to do it all over again. You got to start the whole damn thing over again. And those are just so frustrating. And I hate those kind of things. And it's like. And they really need to be banned from video games, honestly, because I don't think anyone finds those to be fun. fun. It yeah. feels like it's just a easy way for them to add some length to their game. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, you know, you have the running ones or you have the ones on the, on the horse or, you know, you get horseback ones. and or, or the ones where you can't get 
too close to the person and you're following them like slowly but if you get you know within 30 feet of them they'll notice you and then you have to try again right. like and even they, breath of the wild had a few moments like that and it, it's just can't you things. think of something better you know and then, then they have to make it really hard where like you know as you're following them there's like other people that start trying to attack you and then you have to stay, stay far enough away where they don't notice the fight it's like come on this thing this is just stupid now um yeah but so a lot, I mean that that's the the lot of the, the gameplay is that and the story is kind of uh at least the first couple games um kind of similar where you know there's like the real world uh aspect and then there's like the animus aspect so they kind of got that, they got that part uh, which is like honestly like the part most people don't like about the games is like the real world stuff where like you as the uh, as the main character in the game is in the animus, he starts like learning the skills from his ancestors, which is all like all this kind of science is like really really dumb because there's no way. <laughs> no, the memories don't work this way. Right? Memories don't get encoded into your DNA like that. I don't think. I mean, maybe no. they, maybe they do. <laughs> maybe there's a scientific discovery in a you know a decade where that they find it, but. As of right now, that's, it's, that's not, it's fake. For those that don't know, let's uh, kind of explain the idea. The idea, if you haven't played an Assassin's Creed game and aren't aware of the premise, because it, it threw me through a loop. The first one that I played, like, any length was uh, Black Flag, and it took a while to get to that part where I just, like, woke up in, like, some laboratory, <laughs> and I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Oh, right. It's because they, there's this place, I guess they call it the Animus, or yeah. the company's called something else, but the it's, machine brings Abdurgo you to the some, Animus. The, yeah, the company's like Abdugo or Abdurgo or some kind of weird Something. But, yeah, it, uh, effectively you get hooked into this machine and depending on who your ancestors were you uh, can unlock their memories and effectively like live moments in their history and through this they're able to learn more about history and uncover hidden treasure or whatever it might be um, right, you just learn more about history in general you know? but as they're doing it that person gains the skills of the people that they're you know it's just mem memory doesn't work that way <laughs> right, but if it worked that way it'd be so much easier because you wouldn't have to you know uh, teach your kids how to read because yeah. it would just be like natural to them because your memories of learning to read would transfer over to the child right. now there are some um instances of things like this i think there's some bugs that and uh smaller insects and stuff that they demonstrated that if they uh like introduced something that was um like say toxic or, or made them sick you know uh to one generation then the even though that first generation didn't initially have a problem with it then subsequent generations remembered quotations but it's not so much of a remembrance as it is there are just certain things that are coded to every human yeah. like uh, you're born with the uh, knowledge that death smells bad um, you know certain chemical smells smell bad to you um, and then there are other things that you kind of have to learn like fire hot you know but uh, some yeah, things are so ingrained into us that yeah you're kind of just born knowing them it's almost a like a sixth sense and there is an explanation for it but as far as being able to 
draw entire like memories with like intricate detail no it, it don't work like that yeah like everyone as a kid has put their hand on the stove or stuck some you know their finger in the socket or whatever oh, sure to learn that that hurts uh or else we'd all know that kind of stuff but there's also things like you know if your parents are artistic you're artistic there's like things that are kind of passed down genetically and you know it's kind of like hard to see like you don't know what is it gonna you know like hey my dad's artistic i'm artistic but my brother's not so it's hard to say like what's what you get and what you don't get you know right yeah there's i mean when it comes to genetics there are certain things that yeah you're going to be more adept at due to genetics um it's not always true there's always um you know, either a mutation or you'll favor someone further down the line in your family that can change these things. And that's where we get people like, you know, Einstein or whatever, um, you know, his parents weren't, you know, astrophysicists or whatever. Uh, and he turned out to be and so on and so forth. You know, that's how you get these things. Um, but, uh, it's not the norm. You're right. You know, if you're good at art, chances are your kid's going to be good at art or music, or if, you know, you're very good at math, your kid will probably, you know, uh, grow up to have those traits as well. But yeah, memory in general. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) It's also, that would be great. It's also nature and nurture type thing too, where it's combined where like, yeah, you're naturally adept to it, but also because your parents have done it and they help help you along where it's kind of like, you know, you get shortcuts because they, you know, they're going to help. Yeah, sure. They're going to help you learn things where they, you know, learn the hard way where they can show you the easy way. Um, Yeah. But uh, yeah. So the, the science to the whole game and movie is very unrealistic. So a lot of people have a problem, uh, you know, with the immersion um, cause you're like, that's not believable. So they're instantly out of the game. And, you know, part of video gaming is, you know, the immersing yourself, yeah. immersing yourself. So, you know, you're in this world and <clears throat> you're living it. Um, but if you can't do that, then some people are just out of the experience and then it's boring, you know, cause you're just, yeah, that's, that's me. I was complete. Once I realized what was going on and I looked up, I, I actually like type in something like, why the fuck am I in a laboratory in Assassin's Creed? <laughs> and I had to read the synopsis and I was like, oh, this is the dumbest thing I've ever read. And I, I couldn't get back into the game. I was enjoying it up to that point. But after that, I was like, I, it just, it seems so, I mean, I, I'm, it, I'm kind of, you know, contradictory in that, you know, I can play a video game where, you know, there's magic or ghosts or whatever, you know, gods and things that I don't believe in. Uh, equally as much as the pseudoscience, but when the pseudoscience, you know, that stuff is like is fantasy, and fantasy, you know, I can. And when there's like difference between fantasy and reality, and when they're closer to the reality side, and they're trying to make it pass it as science, and you're like, no, that's not how science works, you know? Right. It's like if instead there was like a magic mirror that these people could look into and see their ancestors visions i would accept it more readily right yeah where it's like you can't explain it uh yeah that's that's easier to believe where if you can explain it and you're like you know and you're like no it doesn't work like that and like oh shit now i'm out of the you know right if it's magic then it's like okay somehow you can suspend your disbelief but when they try and 
for science on you that you know is just bad science it just you go no yeah it's i don't know but yeah that's what happened to me with uh the game and that's what happened to me with the movie that and the movie um like i said it's an action movie but it's pretty lackluster as far as the action goes like i didn't there was no moments or no fight scenes or anything where i was like oh that was completely badass well, the um, there are ca- characters that die that you don't care about. Yes, that's that's the biggest problem because they they have no uh, they don't establish any character, like no. So you don't have any skin in the game. It's like yeah, they they start off with like you know this kid and you're supposed to care about his mom dying and blah blah blah, but it happens so quick and you never meet the mom besides her being dead and you yeah, know, I think in a flashback. <laughs> Yeah, it's all flashback, and it's all... Like, he meets her in the Animus at one point. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But still, it's like, you you don't get to... Like, that's... They don't establish any uh, any feelings towards the characters. So, instantly, you're kind of, like, bored because you're like, I don't care what happens. Like, you know, he's going to death row all of a sudden, you know? They don't explain mm-hmm. his life and how anything happened. They're just like... You know, this is childhood. Now he's a, a piece of shit. You know, murderer or whatever. Or they make you feel like he's a murderer, but then it's like, oh, he mar- he was a murdered a pimp, but they don't explain anything. So it's like, you know, everything <laughs> could have been a good pimp. You don't know. Not all pimps are bad. Yeah, they just gloss over everything. So it's like, okay, I'm missing some context here, but now you want me to care about this guy. Um, and you know, so that's where the story kind of goes. Where, <clears throat> yeah. He, uh, that's where it starts where like yeah he, I believe it starts you see like little kid badass trying to make like these wicked awesome jumps on these like freight train or uh, not for freighters what is that what they're called those big freights that they use on shipyards and stuff yeah he's got some mattresses down there and he's like trying to do some Dave Mira shit over this huge gap and he biffs it yeah. um, so they're trying to establish early on kids a badass you know, and then, yeah, he, he comes home and his mom's just dead in the chair and his dad's standing there in Assassin Creed ropes and he's like, you know, I, I had to do it. You need to run and some guys show up and you don't know what the fuck. You know, it's like, where'd this little 10-year-old kid fucking run off to uh, and manage to stay okay all until he, you know, next you see him, he's in jail. Yeah, it's like he got away from all those people, or did he get caught? Like you don't know. There's just there's too much left, like questioning. You know, that's too- yeah. I mean, obviously he got away, but like how? Because there's all these like trained guys with guns and shit, and yeah, they have cars. He's on a, like a busted ass BMX. In fact, I think he loses his bike and just has to hoof it, right? So, okay, some little kid managed, you know, it's, again, they're just, it's just bad writing. Like, yes. I feel like this movie was 100% a uh, cash grab. You know, there was no care put into it um, because everything about it felt like half-assed, right? Well, yeah, um, the story just wasn't, I don't know if it was half-assed or just bad writing and they tried to cover it up with uh, a lot of action. Yeah, and what's sad is, you know, like you said, Michael Fassbender's in it, and he's tremendous. He's a really great actor, and I hated to see him in this role, and he's, like, so committed, but his lines are bad. Yeah. 
everything around him's bad. And then you, Jeremy Irons, who I hadn't seen in a minute, just an incredible actor, plays the uh, antagonist. Yeah. And he's incredibly good, but again, his lines are bad because the whole premise of this film is they're trying to find this goddamn apple. Oh, yeah. Um, the, and this... The apple... The apple, apple the, like, <laughs> this is the other bad part. Like, the apple is stupid. Like, it doesn't make yeah, sense. It's, <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. now you're going to bring aliens into this thing, right? Because it's obviously not human technology. So this apple... It, it would have to be. And... and well, the thing is, like, spoilers. they're protecting the apple in the in the early days, and it supposedly it has like the key to unlock um, human human will, like human will or whatever, right? It's so a... that you can control people, right? But how do they but know it's... that in the how do they know that in the twelve hundreds or whenever that they first find this apple? Like how... exactly, is it magic? Because okay, if we're going magic, you should have went magic throughout. Or is it like a some kind of DNA sequence that you can right. alter in order to make people have no free will? Because if that's the case, how would they fucking know? Like you said, in whatever it is, six hundred AD, uh, whatever twelve hundred, uh, they wouldn't, and they wouldn't be. You know, the the, people are constantly sacrificing their lives for this thing because that's the whole thing. Is apparently the order of Assassin's Creed is you know all for one, one for the apple. Um, <laughs> But the thing and is, they're, they're, like, they're just trying to protect this motherfucker constantly from the Templars who are like, comically, the, in any movie in which someone has to be either the good guy or the bad guy, if it's set in the Middle Ages, they always use the Templars because the Templars are like a well-known, not very well-known order. Right. And so you just throw that shit in there and you just make up whatever you want. And, you know, people just go, oh, that's what the Templars are about. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're not. But anyway. But yeah, the thing is, uh, everyone's fighting for this apple in the 1200s where it doesn't help anybody do anything if they get it. Right. Because there's no technology available to use it to brainwash anyone. It's not like you can use that use that apple to just brainwash someone. No, it's like just information so spoiler uh for the video game it is alien technology that they <sighs> they reveal it's an alien in, like the third game i was like oh now i'm out now i'm out now i'm out but it was, i yeah, see it's... yeah see i i didn't get far enough in any of the games to know they were like protecting a goddamn apple i mean it's just the worst writing ever but that's, um, that's the thing they, they take it from the game that's part of like why i dropped out of the games is because the writing was just so bad and it's like and with a video game, you can forgive it a little bit because video games aren't held up to the right. same standard that a feature film is, right? But for for them to think that this was a good movie plot, which again, it is based on the games, and maybe they're just catering to the you know the people that think that you know Assassin's Creed games are revelatory or whatever, and they just think they're you know good writing at it you know at its best or whatever. But it's not, um, and yeah, like, this dude's ancestor, like, you know, he gets pulled from prison, they, quotations, kill him, um, but he wakes up in this other prison, and in this prison, they want to use him to look back onto his ancestor, who is in the order, to figure out where this apple is hidden. It's like the Templars are rounding up all the ancestors of all these different assassins. Which, how they know from, how they know 
Like, who knows? Like, exactly. Not only that, but why do they leave them alive when they're done with them? Yeah. They're, like, how completely much, done with all the other assassins how much in this money prison. They, how, much, how much money can this company be worth, and then they're just wasting it on all this shit, trying to find... Yeah, because they say, like, it's costing us $3 billion a year to do this or whatever. Half of that has to be housing and food and shit for these goddamn... Because so they've so got, many, what, like, a couple hundred? So many things that, like don't make any sense and it's just like on a pipe dream that this apple based on no like based on what just conjecture legend legend and conjecture that this you know can control people like this has the power to give you the knowledge on uh of people's free will but how yeah because they want to control people so that they no longer but how do you use that it's not like you, like, well, you you control a nation. If you brainwash them, uh, you can get them to do whatever you want. You can basically have a nation of mindless slaves to cater to whatever 1%, in this case the Templars. Uh, in reality, we just call them billionaires. Um, I get that, but how do, you, but, how do you use that information on people that already are alive? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know any of that. It's so stupid. But yeah, he um he gets hooked up to the Animus. Yeah. Apparently, you can't get hooked up to it more than like once a day. But they're like really pushing this guy. Right. Uh, and he he yeah, he gets on the thing and he first sees his ancestor and they like do some really lackluster fights. They introduce the fact that this guy's got like a girlfriend who, of course, sacrifices herself within these first fight scenes to save the apple. Yep. And then uh, his ancestor... Uh, I'm sure I'm skipping over some shit, but it's it's it was so bad, and it all kind of runs together. His ancestor gives the goddamn apple to uh, Christopher Columbus um, <laughs> to hide, which um, you couldn't pick someone from history that was more of a dick than Christopher Columbus. <laughs> like, there's no way... He was trustworthy or known as being such in his own time, except maybe by, you know, uh, the queen or whatever that initially, you know, had him going back and forth and bringing back gold and stuff. Um, yeah, he was a real piece of shit. Like, uh, here's a story for you about Chris Columbus. Yeah, I mean, all the famous ones. I mean, aside from just the mass genocide and, you know, rape and pillaging and so on and so forth. Uh at one point, he was coming from the Americas to um, sail back to, what was it, Spain, mm -hmm. I want to say. Um, and he uh, didn't have enough food for his men, and so he asked this local tribe for food. And they, you know, explained to him, uh, we only make enough food to last the winter, uh, the exact amount that we feel like we need because it's wasteful, you know, for whatever religion or whatever reasons to them to make more than what they need. And they said, well, so we can't spare any to you. Well, Chris did uh, this dick move where he told them, hey, um, I, I have a very powerful and vengeful God, and if you do not give me all your food, then he will black out the sun. And this, uh, you have one week because he knew that there was a goddamn eclipse a week later. He said, in one week, he will demonstrate his power, and if you do not immediately give me the food, he will black it out forever. And so, of course, if fucking eclipse happened, these poor Indians that didn't know better gave them all their food, and, you know, next we heard of the Indians, they had disappeared from history. Uh, no one knew what happened to them. I'll tell you, they, they all starved to death is what happened. So, yeah, he just killed, like, an entire tribe just because, you know, 
He's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you needed more reason to hate the man, there you go. And and apparently he's the most trustworthy person to hand over this alien artifact that can literally control the world. If anything, Columbus would get that shit, and he would use it for his personal gain. But um, in this movie, he gets it and protects it with his life because he's a friend of the Order and uh, buries it with himself. Right, that was I gonna say. That's the you're supposed to hide this thing, and then you bury it. You bury it with yourself. Like that's not really hiding it, buddy. So they instantly go and find it on his grave. <laughs> yeah, they it's just so terrible. go go to the church, and they, they don't even have to like do any grave digging, evidently, because the church just hands the motherfucker over. They're like, oh, you mean this old thing that was, you know, I don't know. They didn't show a, a casket or opening or anything. It's, it's like, literally like a a cardinal handing, you know. Jeremy Irons, this fucking uh, Apple. And from there, I don't remember much. Um, I know that he meets up with his dad at one point. Right. And so of course, he he's... hates his dad because his dad killed his mom. Right. Because his mom didn't want to go in the Animus. But then his, his dad goes in the Animus? But if they have his dad, why do they need him? Yeah, exactly. That made no sense. And also, um, why didn't his dad, you know... He he had the wherewithal to kill his wife, who was part of this order, but then he didn't kill himself afterwards. Yeah. Um, He's like, I, I feel like, yeah, that's like, come on, man. He just allows himself to get captured. He could very easily, have, you know, have killed himself when these guys showed up and he told the kid to run. That would have made more sense. But then he wouldn't be able to meet his dad later and, um, you know, seen. have that moment. Uh, just while I thought about it, another thing that really pissed me off was uh, they outfit, uh, you know, um, Fassbender with, we found these artifacts from your ancestor and they'll help you to, you know, remember or whatever. And it's like all these knives, those hand knives that are like spring loaded or whatever. And then they have all these weapons that they're just like, there's a damn museum of Assassin's Creed weapons inside this prison. Which, you know, gets later used for the big, you know, climactic scene, um, which none of that makes sense. First of all, have you ever seen any ancient weaponry? Like, you know, if something come, came out of the Middle Ages, guess what it looks like now? It's a fucking pile of rust. Um, right. That stuff does not keep, you know, and here it is, like, the leather guards look like they got oiled every week, and, and the spring is still good. It didn't rust out at all, and, you know, all this stuff. That was just driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just like I said, while I was thinking about it, just more stupid stuff where you have to go, okay, that's not how it would be, but whatever. They had to have these this weaponry here for the big, uh, like I said, climactic scene where, where Fassbender, like, comes to terms with the fact that, you know, or, like, I guess he's starting to adopt the ways of his ancestor. What's well, like, what happens, it's, like, kind of confusing what happens is, like, does he remember everything, or does, like, his ancestor take over his memories? Like, it's kind of like... Yeah, I don't know. Which part, like, does it bleed together and you're just all one person now? Like, are you your dad now, too? Like, does it, like, it's just so, like, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because, like, his dad and his mom... Um, show up in that last scene along with other ancestors and they all kind of wish him well and there's all these other prisoners that were like friends of his, their ancestors were friends of his ancestors and they've already been through the Animus so they've all become like 
who they used to be in a previous life or their ancestors life or whatever you want to call it. And so they're like all about protecting this fucking apple. Right. And, but they're worried that Fassbender won't get on board, <laughs> yeah. I guess. But they yeah, just like just... freely roam this fucking prison. It's like, there's, it's so ridiculous. They, for this company, you know, they're, they're fake killing people or whatever it is they're doing to bring people in. They would have no problem after they're done with these guys killing them right. in the very least locking them into like solitary rooms by themselves. Like they did the dad, you know, he's got like a, like a big nice room, which again, kind of like, okay, that's no kind of prison I've ever seen, but whatever. Um, at least he was locked up alone. Everyone else is just like in these big common rooms and just wandering fl freely through this place. And when they decide like, oh, it's time to fight back, they just all like break into the museum that's like right adjacent to where they were at and get all this ancient weaponry and then literally just like mass slaughter the guards that are there, you know? Um, who for some reason don't seem to have, you know, they're not, the guards aren't outfitted with, you know, guns? machine guns or anything. Yeah. They're just like for the most part, fighting them with, like, hand weapons and, I think, a few pistols and such. Um, What's... Yeah, it's, it's like, okay. So it actually gives them a chance. Yep. And, yeah, they have this big, stupid-ass battle. <laughs> and, again, you're supposed to care, like, I think you're supposed to really care about that black dude yeah. for some reason, even yeah, though they didn't really give him any... Backstory so much. It's yeah. just like they, the, and he was a fine actor. Like I, I liked him. Yeah. I just hated his part. It's like he was in the wire. I don't like, know if you ever seen that, but he's he's one of he's like, the wire is supposed. To, yeah, it's like a really good uh, HBO show based on like, uh, I think it's. Um, Baltimore. Yeah, I've, I've seen Baltimore. the wire, dude. <laughs> okay, some people haven't seen the wire, so it's kind of. I mean based on Baltimore and like he's really really good like that's his breakout role like, I think he's dead now I think he died of a drug yeah he passed away but uh, dude's but really too bad but, yeah he's like one of the like secondary characters and yeah they all kind of break out like so they find out like the Christopher Columbus thing and then they're like oh we'll go get the apple and so they get the apple and then the assassins try like you're like for a moment you're like is he gonna break out and jump onto the helicopter <laughs> Yeah. Make it even more ridiculous, but no, that doesn't happen. They make it seem like it's gonna happen. Um, and then there all the uh Templars decide to have like a big convention. Um and guess what's gonna happen? The assassin's gonna show up and steal the apple and they kill my uh Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons <laughs> dies, they put an actual apple in his hand and take the you know, re like the technology crystal apple or whatever the fuck that thing is. Yeah, and, like, the daughter of Jeremy Irons, who plays a doctor in this, is, like, constantly worried for Fassbender's health and so on and so forth, and you think maybe they're going to, like, get together or something. Nah, they don't, but then, like, she kind of just lets them into that cathedral when they have the big, like, meeting of, for the apple. She's kind of like, you know, he meets up with her, and he's like, you're going to help us get in or whatever, and she kind of does. And then, like, he immediately kills her dad, and then, like, she swears vengeance or something, like, I guess for the next movie. I don't know. Thank God there wasn't one, and I seriously doubt there will be. No. Um, there, uh, there was a sequel plan, but when Disney bought Fox, they're like, nah. Nah. Because, because this was really bad. Like, I'm sure a lot of kids and, you know, some probably some idiot adults, too, 
uh, went in the theater to see this and were just severely disappointed. Um, for being such a big budget film and for having, you know, three of the most talented actors of uh, ever, really, you know, I, I don't know that black gentleman's name, but he is tremendous. And then Jeremy Irons and Michael Fassbender are just excellent in everything they do. And all three of those guys are like really good in their role, but like, the the plot and the dialogue that they're given there's just i mean you, they can't work magic you know they're, it's just bad michael k um, is the black guy and then also older dad of uh fassbender is brendan gleason who's also a really good actor i, I don't know him what, what else has he been in uh let's see gangs of new york oh yeah um, yeah, man, that, that's a great film, actually. What else? Uh, he's in. He was in Harry Potter movies. Uh, oh, okay. He's in Braveheart. Uh, oh. So he's in a. Right. He's an Irish, like from Ireland, actor. So he's been in. A, yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff, but I think uh, most people recognize him from Harry Potter or. Uh, Who are you playing Harry Potter? Was it Mad Eye Moody? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, he's he's fantastic too. Then, yeah, he's uh he's one of those guys, kind of like Gary Oldman, where like you don't realize he's in the movie until you think about it. You know, you're like, oh yeah, that was him. You know, and he's always, he's very, he always like he gives a great performance. Doesn't matter what he's in. So yeah, just a chameleon. But um, but yeah, so you have all this talent, and even like the the chick that plays his daughter, and the guy that or the gal that played, you know. Uh, his ancestor and his ancestor himself. Everyone does a fine job of acting. Like the casting in this was was really good. It was just the plot and uh, you know the the pacing and everything. I mean, the whole movie is you can tell all the dialogue in twenty minutes, thirty minutes tops, and then the rest of it is just like people doing mediocre parkour off of shit and stabbing other people and you know running. You know, it's just a lot of that. And, you know, which isn't necessarily bad, like in a movie, like, say, any of the Ip Man movies, like with Donnie Yen, like those movies don't have a whole hell of a lot of plot, but what's there is substantial, and yeah, the rest of the movie is just like a lot of ass-kicking, but it's like really well choreographed, and it's, you know, entertaining the whole time, like with this, like, my lids were getting heavy, I literally fell asleep, had to go back and finish the movie later, it was just a real snooze-fest all the way through so uh i don't i don't have much else to say about it it's a big thumbs down for me <laughs> yeah you know like if i had to give it like a rotten tomatoes score it'd be like a two percent or something it'd be pretty low and i'm only giving it any points because the the actors were were great it's not their fault you know yeah it's a bad plot based on a bad plot video game you know at least some video games have some like good story but I feel like I mean some of the best stories I've ever heard were video games. You know, Snatcher being the first one that uh, comes to mind. Where I was just like, whoa! You know, that was the first time that I realized you could tell an in-depth story within a game. And then you know, even things like Final Fantasy two slash four. Um, when I first played that or six, uh, they were tremendous. Chrono Trigger, um, more recently, things like the the first Last of Us is one of the best stories ever you know uh, my mom's really into like post-apocalyptic movies and zombie movies and i've told her two or three times i wish you played video games because the absolute best media for both of those things are within this game um 
well, just tremendous time. writing in that, and it's it's possible these days. But Assassin's Creed is one of those things. You know, I remember Ubisoft was pumping one out every year for like what six, seven years in a row. There, it was basically their version of Call of Duty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it appeals like it must have like mass market appeal. There must be just like a lot of really dumb people that all they care about is action. Right. I'm sorry, you know, if you're into Assassin's Creed, dear listener, um, you better have some good reasons because if if you say it's story, um, you're probably not too bright. Yeah, I mean, uh, good news is uh, Last of Us is coming to uh, TV. Yeah. And it's going to be and HBO, hope... so it's going to be good. I don't think it's going to be bad. And it's got some really yeah. good actors. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I'd really like to see Hugh Jackman in that role, because um, it, it was him in The Road, right? Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman, I, I want to say it was. Was it Viggo Mortensen? Um, no, it was Viggo Mortensen, you're right. Yeah, he did a just an incredible job in that film, and the whole time I watched that film, I was like, you know, this is exactly like The Last of Us without, like, you know, clickers. Right. And uh, uh, no, he, I like could just imagine movie. him in the role as uh, whatever his name was. God, I can't think of it right now. It was something simple like Jake or something. But, um, but yeah, he, actually... that, he would be great. Or, or Hugh Jackman, I could see him playing the role. Um, you know, but, man, yeah, they, they better treat that right because – the the first anyway i haven't played the second one yet Uh, i've heard different you know your your take on it was it was really bad i've heard other people whose opinions i respect say that they enjoyed the story more than the first um so i'll I'll have to see i haven't played it as of yet but you know it's on my to-do list uh just haven't found a copy locally for less than you know 20 bucks yet so i'm sure it is but uh, i'll get to it eventually I'm sure they'll make like 80, you know, revisions to it in the next couple of years. So. Yeah. Um, uh, finish off on Assassin's Creed. Um, it did actually perform decent. Uh, it was a $125 million budget and it did 240 worldwide. So it actually made money. So, um, and this came out. Isn't that wild? Yeah. And it came out in 2016. Um, so I think there's not that many like I think some of the better games on Assassin's Creed where the story got better came out later so uh, they didn't yeah. have much to draw from on that, on that as well so um, but yeah yeah, that's wild to me it, it is, that is completely it's like when we did uh, Tekken and I was like there's no way this made money and then I think you rattled off that you know it actually did make quite a bit of money and I was like but how you know I I did not I like I enjoyed Tekken a lot better than I did this movie don't get me wrong um, and it was just because I was so bored at least Tekken had like some decent fight scenes and like some ass that you could see occasionally you know yeah. there were like things to ogle um, there was nothing and it, it was just so just cornmeal to me I just it was it was tough to get through. Um, but this is right. Part, part part of it was like uh, this is right when Michael Fassbender was like huge, twenty sixteen. You know, like yeah. he made like the second X Men or something, and uh, I think he like won a. Um, didn't he win the Oscar for something? Oscar, Emmy, one of the two, maybe both. Who knows? But yeah, he 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 was in quite a few. You know, like. 
dramatic roles and stuff. So yeah, he probably did because he, he's a tremendous actor. Like yeah. I, even you know the X Men films, he's a great Magneto. You know, um, did did a really good job of that. And yeah, you know, even in this movie, like I can't fault his acting. You know, it, he did a great job with what he had. Is just what he had with a hot fucking turd. I mean, you can't. It'd be like if you took, you know, Sidney Poitier and, yeah, I don't know, Denzel Washington or, you know, like really just top-notch actors and then had, like, you know, them perform a play that was written by children. You know, it's, yeah, it would be great. I mean, they'd be great in it, but, like, no matter how good you are, you're only as good as the material, so. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought I had something else to say about Assassin's Creed, but I think I'm done with that. I I, I will say, you know, it's uh, you saying that this was a profitable film. Uh, did you know? Uh, I found this out from some other podcast, and it made my jaw drop. Uh, Aquaman, you know, with Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. That movie made over a billion dollars. Oh yeah, a billion. That's why there's that second, movie. That's why there's a second one. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, and, like, I'm not saying that it was a bad movie. It was, like, a perfectly serviceable superhero movie. Like, I thought it was fine. Like, I, I of the DCs, it's probably the best, like, you know. But I would never have guessed it made a billion because usually that's reserved to, like, you know, the, the movies that, like, are timeless, you know, the things that, you know, Titanic or Avatar, these type of things that were, like, cultural phenomenons and then things like the Avengers and Star Wars and things like that, you know, I can understand all those, but Aquaman like came and went and it didn't feel any bigger than your standard DC movie. You know, it was like, to me, it was about the same as like Venom, but no, apparently that, that is a billion dollar movie. <laughs> well, part of it is who the actor is. So a lot of women probably went to see that. More, as a couple been. times, you think? Yeah, I mean well, that was that's the reason why Gone with the Wind. It's one of those. Um, where, you... uh, yeah, both men, women and men have will go to watch it, but for different reasons. <laughs> for sure, yeah. So, like um, women don't care if you <laughs> account for inflation, um, Gone with the Wind, like in today's money, would have made like some absurd like sixteen, seventeen billion dollar profit. Yeah, like it would. It's when you. You know, because back then it literally cost a nickel to see a movie, and, but it made something like I don't know, three hundred seventy-five million or something like that, which was just like absolutely absurd for a film of the time. I mean, it, it'd be a pretty good showing now, uh, but when, like I said, if you you know flip it to today's money, it, like it's it's mind blowing, and like when when they went to find out why. You know, back then, people would see the same film, like, on average three, four times, because, like, you know, you're talking, what was it, late 30s, early 40s? Um, People didn't have televisions in their homes, so their entertainment, they'd go to the picture, and oftentimes, even if it was a bad one, they would see it two or three times, and this was a pretty decent one, or a very good one for its era, and so people were seeing it 20 and 30 times, you know just ridiculous so, um, can you imagine if like someone knew, oh, oh, if on average moviegoers went and saw say the Avengers 20 times instead of two right. and, you know it, it it's just mind blowing but anyway uh, um, if you look at I was just pulled, I was curious because uh, you said it's a billion dollars 
So I pulled yeah. the all-time, you know, money-making movies. So being a like you said, of a billion dollars, it's top, it's twenty-fifth all-time, one point one four billion. Right, but again, they're not account accounting for inflation. When you count for inflation, there's so many movies from the, you know, yeah, even the twenties, twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, where it was much more commonplace to go to the theater five, six times a week you know or multiple times in a single day you'd get off work and you'd watch like a double feature or a triple feature um people don't do that now you might go to the movies if you're like an avid moviegoer you probably go once a week now back then an avid moviegoer was going multiple times a day so when you account for inflation like most of the top movies are actually pre-1950s yeah of course because um, yeah. there's a lot but, less uh, back then but uh, avatar yeah. number one with almost three billion which is just like really, because that's a that's a okay movie. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's okay. It was mind blowing for its time as far as the CGI and stuff. So, yeah, but I, you know, I watch it and it's like kind of drags on sometimes. You're like, this is it's basically dances with wolves. Yeah, but with I mean, it's the exact same plot. You know, it's like people come in tribe you know underwhelming odds all you know all that stuff it's you know but then someone lives amongst them falls in love with them <laughs> tries to protect them yep same it's just it's the same dances with wolves is a better movie and i'm not just saying that because i'm you know closely related to kevin costner um it's it's just it's all around better but whatever tatanka Buffalo. Uh, someone will get that reference. Um, yeah, I got nothing else to say. Yeah, uh, I guess the only thing... I, you said you wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it either. You go ahead and skip this one. It's really... Uh, I thought... Yeah, you know... Oh, sometimes they, they surprise us like where it's like least interesting or it's so bad it's good. This is just kind yeah, of... Yeah, like... Boring. What was that last one? I think I, I I think it was the last one I picked where it was like that girl gamer team. Like that movie was terrible, but I still had like there's a couple of moments in it, and I had a lot of fun like laughing at the absurdity of things and you know Chris Farley's brother and all that kind of stuff. So it's like yeah, it's bad, but to me it's like I I don't regret watching it. I legitimately regret spending four dollars and you know two hours of my life watching Assassin's Creed. Um, I would have rather done just about anything else, like outside of like cleaning a dirty toilet or something. Like, I would just about pick anything else, you know, in hindsight. Uh, we'll never watch it again. Uh, hope within a six month period, I've forgotten literal everything about it because I don't even want the memories of it. Um, yeah, which is kind of sad to say because it's got a lot of great people in it. So, but yeah, um, you know, I'm trying to stretch this out because I know we didn't have a whole lot to say about it. But yeah, we're, uh, we're already at 45 minutes, so we got. Oh, okay, we're good. All right. Um, yeah, I I was giving it some thought. There's actually a number of things that you know I've been thinking I might want to do, but I keep almost watching uh, Cyberpunk on Netflix, and I keep not doing it. For I'm like, ah, it's gonna be bad. You know, I just assume it's going to be. But then I was listening to another podcast that uh, uh, mentioned it, and the, one of the hosts of that podcast said, like, he finally gave it a try. He was on the same fence, 
and he said it was absolutely fantastic but uh you can't watch it with your kids kind of anime you know right so uh that's what i'm going to suggest for the next one if you just want to watch you know one episode that's fine i'm probably going to binge however many episodes it is i bet it's no more than 12 uh but if it's that good i'll probably you know i know how i am so i'll probably end up watching them all and uh, both you and I, luckily, we we both liked cyberpunk. We were on the side of yeah, it was glitchy, but the story was really good for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I did not regret playing that game. So yeah, I'm in the same boat, and I, I love anything set in like cyberpunk future type worlds. Uh, so you know, if the animation is good and the story is good, uh, yeah, I think this one will be a winner. And uh, it's just kind of an excuse to. Uh, do a show with something I was probably going to watch anyway. Works for me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, other than that, you know, listen to our other shows. Uh, I'm on uh, the Retro RPG podcast. Uh, we do a show on there called Is It Worth It? If you're unaware of that, you can check that out. It's uh, it's basically just my show these days. Um, I don't know what happened to Derek and Don. They haven't put out a show in, I want to say, over a year at this point. I so, yeah, or something like that. They did. Yeah, he, he, I know uh, Don, Derek, I always get it mixed up. It was Derek did a couple with like uh, a friend of his, but then that friend was like, Look, I don't want to like do this weekly. I was just kind of like helping you out on a couple. And so, you know, I offered to do a couple shows with him. He said, Yeah, that'd be great. And then he's just never gotten back to me. So, I don't know, but yeah, uh, check it out. Like, you know, we've got a backlog of like 14 years on that show. I think at this point where you can listen to their stuff. I've got, you know, over a hundred episodes of that. And then Cujo's on uh, the RPG show, yep. which again, that's been on for seven years at this point, eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you guys are all the way up to like episode with like 200 plus at this point. Oh, uh, not yet. It's like 150-something, but it's getting close. I was looking at the episode count, and you're almost going to pass Derek and Don. Yeah, yeah, and we only, and the thing is, we only do one a month, you know, and when James and I first started it, um, both he and I wanted to do uh, one a week or one every two weeks, but Derek and Don were pretty adamant that they only wanted us to supplement, you know, one a month because they were planning on doing one a month. Um, but then they just kind of never did. So, <laughs> like, they would do one every two months, and then it was one every four months, and then one every six months, and then now I I genuinely worry sometimes when I post a show to them that they are not going to post it because they're just like, ah, why are we even paying for this? You know, and I offered to pay myself, but they never got back to me on that either. So, yeah, I don't know. But, you know... uh Apparently we're doing pretty well. Like we, if you type in uh, "best uh, retro gaming podcasts of 2022," uh, we come up in the whatever the very first the very first thing that'll come up in your Google search. We're apparently number five overall, um, fanverse or whatever it's called, where they vote on such things. So that really surprised us um, that we hit that high, especially since, um, like I said, Derek and Don haven't done a show in a year. So, basically my show. Uh, sorry, Derek. Sorry, Don. Maybe get with it. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, so check those out, and then 
whatever else I, I know there's probably some other things we're supposed to plug or whatever I always forget I'm trying to make it a point to remember but uh i'm bad about it so yeah you can get us on facebook discord yada 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 yeah all that stuff yeah so yeah check us out there as well if you want to like actually get into contact with us um and until then uh i guess you know hopefully the next one is a good one is the phrase <laughs> yeah hopefully the next one's a good one uh this time it wasn't next time uh we hope we're hoping from word of mouth it is yeah, 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 and just the fact that it's a, a good premise. Like, I didn't like Assassin's Creed to begin with, and then, you know, it exceeded my expectations um, in, in the wrong direction. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man, well, we'll talk to you later. All right, later, man.